attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. God damn it. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I'm your host, my name is Vinny. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. A special shout-out to all my true believers. Excelsior. True believers. And joining me in the studio... We love to hate him, everybody. It's hot. Some people like to like me, Vinny. Hey, what's happening? Vinny Paulina, how you doing, buddy? Pal, we are on time. Dude, how are you celebrating the holiday today? Which holiday is it today? Oh, you didn't know? Today, January 30th, is Super Chat Day here in America. Happy you- Super Chat Day, everybody. Happy Super Chat Day. Vinny, wow, what are the chances that we're actually broadcasting during Super Chat? Day? I heard an ugly rumor about you, sir. Oh, yeah? I heard you don't read Super Chats. Oh, who told you that? Who is spreading this rumor? I will read every Super Chat that comes in. It's a blind asshole. Yeah, seriously. So, everybody, we got a fun one lined up for you today. But before we go too far, we have to go and review what happened last week. What was our uh, category last week, Carl? Creepiest Senior Citizen? Yes, it was. And I forgot to load the scoreboard. You won. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. God damn it. I would now like to debut the official scoreboard of the creep off. All right. Right up there in the top. It is now a tie game. Oh, two to two in this round of the creep off. I like it, Vinny. It's competitive. I like it when it's competitive. I do, too. It makes for a lot more fun. You know what else makes it for a lot of fun? What's that? A nice car ride. Well. A nice long car nice ride. long car ride. You know, it's funny because obviously Tab sent a note in or a voicemail saying that I could visit him in St. Louis. We could drive to Gary. So I, I looked it up. He goes, he goes, oh, it's an easy ride. And of course, Tab loves driving and I don't. Sure. So I looked it up. It's, it's like four and a half hours each way. I'm like, that's not a fun, easy drive, buddy. That's nine Jesus. hours in a car. Yeah, it's nine and, hours in a car. I mean, as opposed to 18 hours in a car to do it from Rochester. And I know that Tab drives fast. I know that. I've ridden with him before. But still, that's, that's a long time. I, I might go back to the Chicago idea. Although I did look up to see if the Cubs were playing in St. Louis, which they normally are. And uh, that was not happening anytime soon. So, Well, pal, get your ass to Gary. I got to figure, figure it out, son. I'll figure it out, buddy. Okay, now... Folks, we opened it up on Twitter a week or so ago, and we got all sorts of fantastic suggestions as to categories for the show. You in a good mood today, or something? It's you're using these words I don't normally hear you use. It's so bizarre. What? Am I acting weird? Yeah, you acting like you enjoy the show and the. Listeners. I love the show. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah, please. This is my favorite time of the week. Oh, I love doing this show. I will never say I don't enjoy it. Even when I lose to you, Carl, I'm still smiling because I, I enjoy the creep off so much. I'm impressed. I'm honestly a little surprised. Well, you know. I, I obviously you know, did a much better job than you last week. I thought you'd be kind of bummed about that. You did not do a better job obviously than Obviously, I did. No. I thought no. maybe you'd be like second-guessing yourself a no, little bit. No, I, I think what, what, I did what, the what right wrong? thing. I, made the, I entertained the audience, <laughs> okay. which is always the right thing to do, Carl. Yeah. You just learned that we're on episode 150, and you just learned that we should be entertaining the audience. Well, I'm not going to lie. For a while, I was doing them for me. (laughs) There's some late bloomers out there. It's fine. We all get there eventually, right, buddy? I'm really coming into my own. (laughs) You really are. I'm proud of you. Uh, Today was a big milestone. Fill it out nicely. (laughs) It's a big milestone. (laughs) All right. So we put out the suggestions, you guys, and our. uh, the Oracle himself, Alex, put out a list. Now, here's the fun thing about what Alex puts out a list. Yeah. I know we haven't done the category before because he knows everything we've ever done. Yeah, he's helpful. Because he's the Oracle. Yes. So 
there was one that was on that list that I saw, and I said, man, this is perfect because it's a category that we probably should have done before. We haven't gotten to it. It's creepiest plumber today, Carl. Oof, plumbers. They, uh, they really uh, get into some shit. Yep. They get right into your house, and who knows what they do. You got to let them in. Yep. And <sighs> they fuck around with your pipes, people. Yeah, they do. My, my creep today is – I'm not even – I got to wait, but – I was so personally appalled by this person. I don't even know how else to describe it. Well, you look like you can't wait, so let's get right into the creep-off, shall we? And, of course, I won, so I will go first with my creepiest plumber. I'm going to take you to Edmonton, Alberta, and a man named Blake Joliker. Fucking metric system plumber? What are you doing? Yes. Blake Joliker is a plumber up in Canada, and uh, he's a guy that, you know, on the weekends— he wants to score some blow. He wants to have a little bit of fun. Okay. And the way that he uh, scores his blow is from a 33-year-old woman named uh, Saladina Vivacanos. Okay. And um, they had obviously texted each other and set up a meeting. So they were driving off to some park somewhere and meeting up to exchange drugs. And that's where things went a little sideways. Oh, no. An abundance of love for 33-year-old Saladina Vivancos was evident in the courtroom Friday, as 23 victim impact statements were read aloud. For me, she was she was sunshine, just beautiful. That's her sister, by the way. Yeah, she was sunshine. She brought the Coke. Of course, everyone loved <laughs> yeah, her. Exactly. She, she really lit up a party. <laughs> person always there for everybody but her life was cut short the bankos was beat to death in november 2019 in a drug deal gone wrong when my mom found out it broke her all right so why did she have to pay for the funeral she was beat to death Vinny. let's find out how bad this was now you just heard that uh the mom was was heartbroken losing her daughter and uh, she didn't last very long through the trial. I could feel my mom's pain. Vivanko's mother had a terminal illness and died four days into the murder trial after hearing how 36-year-old Blake Jolliker hit her daughter repeatedly in the head with a metal weapon. That's a fun way to go out, right? Spend no. four days listening about how your daughter was brutally beaten to death as you're dying. That's a fun way to end Do you think things. somebody... Do you think the... the- <laughs> Do you think the prosecutor was like, no, 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 keep her alive. I got more details. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. We, no. we found a couple more sores. Hold found on. a couple more sores. <laughs> now, on her sides, we got to get down to her sides. Don't die yet, ma'am. Stay with us, Mrs. Whatever your last name is. <laughs> There's more gruesome details to come. His own lawyer calling the attack gratuitously violent. The autopsy found Ivankos suffered 56 blunt force injuries. What Blake did to my sister is inhuman. His own attorney was like, yeah, it was a bit excessive. I don't know if he needed to beat her that fucking hard. So apparently he gets into the car with this woman to buy some some blow. I don't know what happens there, but he decides to murder her and just grabs whatever objects there in the car, beats her over the head until she dies. Yikes. Now, after that, he's got some evidence to get rid of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how he did with that. Did he snort all the blow? (laughs) Well, I have a story on that, too. After beating her, Jolly Kerr stuffed her body into her car and tried to light it on fire. Then he pushed it onto a frozen pond. He was found guilty of second-degree murder. It was a fucking Viking funeral? (laughs) (laughs) He tried to set the car on fire. That didn't work. So he's like, fuck it, I'll just push it onto this pond over here. Unfortunately, global warming's not working as well as it should be because the ice didn't break, and when she wasn't answering her phone, her family came looking for her and found her. And so he turned himself in. You know, a few if he had just later. turned the fucking car on on the ice, the exhaust and the warmth from the car would have eventually made it melt and it would have gone through. Once again, you want to get away with murder? You got to listen to the creep off. We're the show that teaches you how to get away with shit. Yep. That's why most people listen. I don't know if you know that. Of course, don't do that. That was a survey that I put out. Why do you listen to the creep off? It's like to eventually murder get tips. away with it. Murder tips with Carl and So Vinny. Blake didn't <laughs> offer or seek medical help for the victim. He took her cell phone, money, purse, and all of her coke. <laughs> and then deleted all of the calls and texts well, from his phone. I mean, phone. she doesn't need it. Well, that's true. That's a good point. So he was actually just recently sentenced, uh, th- just this month. To life in prison with no parole for 12 years. So in 12 years, 
He'll be up for parole. The family obviously is not happy about that. This uh, this incident took place November 17th, 2019. It's been three years and two months they finally sentenced this guy. So I guess Canada is also very slow with their court system. Well, you know what? It turns out I learned something today. What's that? If your creep isn't from America, if your creepiest plumber isn't from America, mine isn't from America, Ooh. all the plumbers from the USA must be all right. All right, good. Yeah, I mean, I found a few examples that said that's not true as I was doing my research. And they but, didn't make uh, the creep off. My creep is from England, Carl. All right. Let's Actually, let's I believe it. Wales is technically uh, Rotterham, Wales. Okay. Or Yorkshire. Yorkshire. So I, I guess it is Rot- Okay. Who cares? Who cares? I don't need to know maps. <laughs> His name is Leslie Burton. That's a girl name. He's a plumber, a married father of three, a local scoutmaster, Carl. Uh-oh. And he was very well thought of in his community. Now, that's a warning sign. One afternoon in 2019. This is not going the way you guys think. Trust me. This is, I told you, this man personally disgusted the fuck out of me. In 2019, he does his best friend John a favor. His buddy John's having a problem with his boiler in his house. Yeah. Now, John is Leslie's BFF. They've been friends since they were kids. Their families go on vacations together. They're very close friends. So on a Saturday, our boy goes over there and helps him fix the boiler. So you know what John does? The good friend who's getting his boiler fi- fixed by Leslie. What's that? He's like, you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go buy us lunch, pal. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to go get us some lunch. You want a sandwich? Sure, I'll take a sandwich. He's working on the boiler. So he leaves. And as he leaves now, how do I put this? Mr. White has two daughters in the house. Mm-hmm. He put in a security system like nanny cams because they're very young children. Okay. And as he's standing in line waiting to get their sandwiches, Carl... He gets a alert on his phone mm-hmm. that someone went upstairs in his house. Okay. And because there's a camera, he's able to like live stream it and sure. just see what's going on. Yeah. Well, imagine his, sig- his you surprise. Know what, though, before you even say what you're about to say, this is why you install the cameras. I have friends who have these things, and all you ever see is a dog laying on a couch. It's so boring. It's like, why, why do you even watch this? There's nothing happening. The whole point of putting cameras in your house is to see some action. Well, Carl. <laughs> All right, let's go. You did. Uh, you this guy would have preferred the dog scratching himself <laughs> on the couch, because this again is his childhood best friend. Uh-huh. The wives are friends; they go on vacation together. Sure, sure. And uh, dude, he, think about this though. Okay. Think about the mindset you're in. Your buddy's over at the house. He's fixing the thing. You're getting some sandwiches. You're probably gonna have some beers after. Can I just say how giddy you are right now? Whatever you're about to tell us, you look. <laughs> Absolutely giddy this to share so this information. Fun. Okay. Remember, everybody, the creep off was Vinny's idea. <laughs> Look at how much he loves this shit. So you want to see the footage? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you are way too excited about okay, that. Okay. So there's 10 minutes of footage, folks. Uh, they have only released about 30 seconds of it, and here, I have pulled here, here's it. Here's my guess. Can I take a quick guess at Please. it? Please. Nope. children. Nope. I'm not going to show that <laughs> <Okay>. video. <laughs> I hope not. I can't hook my Zoom into the system. <laughs> How can I show this? So he looks into his bedroom and he sees his buddy oh, rummaging no. through his wife's uh-huh. rummaging through his wife's bed bedside table, and that little pink thing there is her dildo. Oh, uh-huh. and uh, he just took some lube and he's jerking himself off. Uh-huh. And now he goes into the bathroom. Okay, they don't tell us what happens. Because they, they, they close it. And he comes out. Looks like a job's well done. His hand's a little sticky. <laughs> he's wiping his hand off on his pants. And then he's putting it. And he's putting the dildo back. He's putting the dildo it. right back where it was. Now, Carl, okay. uh, would it surprise you if I told you that this man was not only masturbating for multiple minutes next to his best friend's bed while psychopathically staring at a big dildo? But then he went and... Use the dildo on himself in his private bathroom. That's what I was expecting. And then went and put it right back into the tableside drawer. He didn't wash it off with soap yet? I don't know if he did that in the sink or not, because there's not a camera in the bathroom. I, I, like some rubbing alcohol or something. You got to sanitize that shit, buddy. According to Mail Online, police arrested Mr. Burton that afternoon. Okay. But here's the problem, Carl. Yeah. What's the crime? Well, honestly, you haven't even shown me a crime. You've just shown me something that... It's I do all the time and get away with because people, my friends, don't have cameras in their bedroom. Yeah, so I'm I'm surprised. The okay, way you so set this, this situation one up. for Carl would be like if Jen 
was going to get sandwiches, and she found producer Chris using Carl's dildo on himself in their bedroom. Is that pretty much what you're saying? Is this how that would work out? Keep going, Benny. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's like a personal. So they say to him, we can't charge him with anything. He didn't do it in public. And you would find him into the house. Jacket it, jack, spanking it, jacket it, spanking it, smack. Yeah, they're like vampires, masturbators. If you invite them into your house, then they have power. That's the problem right there. Dude, this guy had to have fucking dildoed himself in that bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why you carry a dildo. And he fucking dildo. squirted his hand full of fucking lube. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, oh, gross. So your best childhood friend is dildoing himself in your bathroom when you're in line to buy him lunch? Yep. That's fucking horrific. All right. Now, my question is, if you're in line, do you pay for the food or do you just go right home? Oh, because, yeah, so he's he's watching all of this. Yeah, he's standing in line going, what the fuck? What the know. fuck, Leslie? I don't know what I do in this scenario. I'm telling you. So the cops arrest him, but they have to let him go for that. But when they arrested him, they also took a look at his computer at his house because this is England. They could do lots of things. Okay. Turns out, Carl... When you live by the hidden camera, you die by the hidden camera. Okay. Because it turns out that Mr. Leslie Burton was hiding covert devices in the homes of people that he was working for. And he had footage on his computer of the inside of other people's houses in specially installed bathroom cams. Interesting. Okay. Now, they, so he's familiar with that bathroom then. Yeah. So... He's resigned from his plumbing firm. He's stepped down as a scout leader. And now in 2022, he's admitted to burglary, voyeurism, possession of extreme pornography. He's pled guilty. Time out. Possession of extreme pornography? What Whatever that? that means in England. Well, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. So not only does he ruin the sanctity of his best friend's bedroom, he's fucking spying on other people's houses on their shitters. He's putting cameras everywhere. Yeah. So he's waiting to be sentenced, same as your guy is. He hasn't been sentenced yet. So, ladies and gentlemen, he's pled guilty. So I feel safe in saying it's okay that we could judge him as a creep. But that's him, Leslie Burton. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Just wow, fucking sick. I, the way you built that up, I really thought it was going to be something different. But I like it. I like your presentation. Dude, this is the most disgusting person. <laughs> Because like, he, he shoved the dildo in his ass? I, I don't in his best friend's bedroom. I'm not trying to kink shame somebody. But do it at your house, dude. Don't go into fucking somebody else's house and take his wife's dildo and start fucking jackhammering yourself next to his bed. Vinny, I'm going to hit uh, a drop here. That might- While he's buying you a goddamn sandwich. People can go vote on our uh, subreddit. If you go to the creep off subreddit, uh, sub, uh, reddit.com slash the creep off, I believe. Yeah. It's where you can find that. And you can vote for who you thought brought the bigger, creepier plumber. And at this time. Who are these I will read super chat? All right. That's my super chat drop. I don't like that. I don't show. ever want to hear that again. <laughs> don't play that on this show. All right. I won't. Uh, I want to thank Cardiff Electric coming in with $2.79 from some country. Hey, Cardiff. Vinny makes me pay to plug subreddit surfing 8 p.m. Good job, Vinny. Yeah, man. You're great. Richard Lucas with five bucks. Did he sniff it like Biden? That's a good question. We don't know, but he did carry it back to the bedroom and put it back. And he was carrying it with two fingers when he brought it back. So I can imagine (laughs) it might still be a little right. Before I even mentioned that... Uh, Cardiff says, I use a VPN to super chat in Canadian dollar to save money. Hashtag Minnesota. Yeah. Has He's any- a Laker through and through that, Cardiff. Has anyone ever been more ashamed of the country they live in than Cardiff Electric? Jesus. You would hope people from have some pride. Other you. countries would be more ashamed, but whatever. Have uh, some true patriot love. Vinny didn't even try. Fuck you, shout out and tired. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. That's a step. <laughs> Dude, that is a creep. <laughs> Vinny didn't even try. You just triggered me, bitch. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Vinny didn't even try. <laughs> no, it's Murder Tips with Carl and Vinny. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck you. So I got a fun announcement to make for the uh, Patreon bonus episode this Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We have a very special guest joining us. First time on the show, Mr. Jim Florentine. Oh, yeah. What, what is this guy, like a creep or something? Is yeah. that all you guys think that's creepy behavior? Is that what you guys talk about on the show? Yeah. People being creeps. Yep. That's what we do, Jim. 
<laughs> all right, it's gonna be fun. All right, what time? I, I, I love Jim. He's gonna be fun. He's gonna have to a blast. So with, yeah. we are going to uh, be doing a show Wednesday at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time, live on Patreon. We do that by on the way, Supercast every Wednesday now, and now on Backed.by. That's right. We were doing Dick's um, Patreon substitute. Guess how many by. subscribers we have on that already? Six and a half. Zero. <laughs> Not a one. Yeah, I, was over, I was overshooting it. Dick only has like 60. Yeah. It's interesting. It's kind of cool. It's decentralized, like a decentralized version of Patreon, and you can't be deplatformed off Correct. Of it. Correct. Yeah. So it is, it is a very cool product. Um, yeah. And people should check out backed.by. And because it is a Patreon substitute that works on the blockchain, there's no banks involved whatsoever. No government's involved, so you, we cannot get censored or shut down using it, which is nice. That's where we'll put the hard stuff. <laughs> what was the thing that the guy got charged for? Extreme pornography? That's where we put the extreme, put the extreme pornography. Episodes. Well, Jeez. I wouldn't call it pornography. I mean, uh, I keep my clothes on. But, folks, please check that out. Support the show. We really, truly appreciate you. And uh, like I said, live episodes, live bonus episodes every Wednesday now. Yes, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, next up for this episode, Vinny, is another installment of Who are these Creepos? Who are these Creepos is a segment we've been doing on the show because we are the number one true crime podcast on the internet. We don't want to just say that. Only nobody knows it yet. We want to prove it. And the way that we prove it is petty. We check out other people's true crime shows. And then we tear them apart because they suck. That last guy, I had to show that to people this week. I was like, you won't even believe what this guy's calling a show. <laughs> and then I had to explain to my friend Kevin that he tried to sue the Eiffel Tower in Plymouth Rock. <laughs> I and know. we were... <laughs> Guy's great. Yeah, please. Can we just watch him again? Does he have new videos? <laughs> yeah, where is he now? I'm outside of a courthouse in California. There's the courthouse. There's the parking lot. As your people park when they're going into the courthouse. And there is the gate. There's the gate. They'll put, they'll, they'll put it to the number. Beep, 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 boop, beep, beep. <laughs> he, was, he was something else. That was the best thing I've ever seen. I want to get one of those hats that he was wearing. It just says press on it. I'm so, sure that opens a lot of doors. I told you we should put wear a podcaster hat. Yep. I'm a podcaster everywhere for like a month on the Wheel of Consequences. Well, Vinny, we're going in a very different direction this week because I went and checked out a, a Reddit thread. You're familiar with Reddit. What's the worst true crime podcast out there? This is a, a long thread. A lot of people have thrown out different ideas. And that's where I stumbled upon this show that was mentioned multiple times in that thread called Full Body Chills. You ever heard of Full Body Chills, Vinny? You know that I haven't. Well, strap in, get your headphones out, because this is a very professional production. This episode was produced with audio effects in full surround sound. For the best experience, we kindly recommend you listen with headphones. Hi, listeners. I'm Jason Simon, and I have a story I want to tell you. A story of bedtime Is this ASMR homes, bullshit? Hungry and foul. So gather around... And listen. No, this is a ghost story podcast, but you just heard them say you got to listen with headphones. We got uh, surround sound. We have all of this production value. And you know what that means? My favorite thing on podcasts fully work. Like any other night, he first took out his wallet and keys and set them on the nightstand. Next, he sat down on the bed and peeled off his socks. Laying down on top of the messy bedspread, he stared into his phone screen, dull-eyed. Doesn't it feel like you're there? You hear him pulling his socks off? That's infuriating. <laughs> Do you know how bad I would be at Foley work? <laughs> I just as bad as this. these people? Because this is terrible. Carl, you be the narrator. I'll do the Foley work. Go okay, ahead. here we go. Vinny walked into the pizza hut. <laughs> There, he walked up to the counter and ordered a personal pan pizza. 17 personal pan pizzas, please. <laughs> oh, my God, buddy, you can eat all those. <laughs> I certainly am. Would you like uh, access to our salad bar, sir? The what? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, so I want you to brace yourself, Vinny. Okay. It's about to get scary. 
All right. So you just heard this 21-year-old kid gets home, goes into his bedroom, plops down in the bed, staring at his phone. Uh-oh. What's next? There couldn't be anyone else in the house. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Stop it. Did you say a 14-year-old kid? 21. A 21-year-old kid looking at his cell phone laying on his bed? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Where's that guy's dildo? (laughs) 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 Pretty good Foley work right there. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) There couldn't be anyone else in the house. But what was that noise? His grip on the phone tightened. His jaw cinched shut. Didn't he lock the front door? His breathing became shallow as every muscle constricted, waiting for something to grab him. He knew that something was after him. Glad I had my headphones. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Pretty scary stuff, isn't it? So after that, so you hear this kid's like afraid that someone's in the apartment with him or whatever. He's full on ready to get raped. Yeah. This kid's like, and I knew someone was coming to grab me. So I flipped over on my stomach and put my bottom in the air. <laughs> That's how Vinny defends himself. That's my, <laughs> my defense position. <laughs> That's your defense position right there. All right, just give it to me. Let's get it over with. I'm ready. Spit out it first. All right, so this is spit out it first is Vinny's catchphrase outside of podcasting, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, that's what they call me. (laughs) Old spit first, Paulino. (laughs) Let's hear some more Foley work because this guy is going to take a pill to relax here. He quickly reached over for an orange bottle and twisted off its cap. Taking a little white pill from it and washing it down, he completed the next step of the routine. It made him feel better. For a moment. God, I thought I was listening to Ethan Ralph for a second there. So noisy just, grabbing his pill bottle. Just taking pills yep. on the air. So yep. noisy. Okay. All right. So now, Vinny, this, this is guy. more pig noises. <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's Vinny saying that, Ralph. Just I, who? Um, oh, so, I thought you were talking about the guy from the Honeymooners. Are you talking about Ethan Ralph? Ethan Ralph. That yeah. guy that you always talk shit about yeah. behind the scenes? Yeah, that, that fat... Behind the scenes? I talk about on the on the podcast all the time. That fat, no-tailed fuck. That guy, yeah. Oh, okay. That was Carl. <laughs> yeah, no. No shit. Um, so, Vinny. Yeah. Actually, you just put on a wrestling event that Dick went to in New Jersey. Did you get an invite for that? Nope. Oh, I'm surprised. You would have had a blast there. I'm not surprised. Oh. It's too bad. I, my you association like- with you gets me thrown out of so many social circles. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Whoops. All right. So uh, after this, by the way, this is all very exciting stuff. So this kid goes into his room and then uh, he looks at his phone for a little while. And then he takes some pills. Then he take, gets up and takes a shower. And in this time that he's taking a shower, the monster, who's also narrating this for some reason, uh, sneaks in through the window. He had today's dirty clothes, which he tossed towards the hamper, missing the shot. He yawned and approached the bed. His ankles were mere inches away. It would have been easy for me to just grab him right there, drag him under and entangle him in my limbs, smothering his face with one open palm. But in my pursuit, a predator must be patient. How is this even true crime? I know. I'm sorry. I found it in a true crime thread. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's stupid. It's a really dumb ghost story. It's really fucking stupid. And it just drags on and on. This entire thing is just like this in this kid's bedroom. And there's like a monster. That was so like does outside. his uncle rape him or why? What is <laughs> the, happening The monster here? was outside. Now the monster's inside. And now you'd think as Ben was like yawning and walking towards his bed. All right. He's going to go to sleep now. Nope. Not yet. For good measure. He locked the bedroom door before hopping in bed. Wasn't it lucky he skipped checking underneath? I knew Ben wasn't going to sleep just yet. He continued his nightly ritual by reaching into his backpack and retrieving out a set of headphones and a laptop. Ben typed away busy with homework or games. It's rather annoying when they make me wait like that. He lives by himself. Why is he putting in headphones? Maybe it's good to hear this podcast. To listen to this podcast. Yeah, that must be it. And then it's like, hey, are you under my bed? I, like I the, just heard your narration. I like that the monster's just like, oh, God, this is just get out of this. It takes so long. Yeah. This is, you're saying what we're all thinking right now, buddy. Exactly. From your monster lips to God's ears. So finally, this kid falls asleep, I guess. Ben yawned and 
and shut his laptop. I quickly slid back under the bed. The laptop was deposited on the floor, the headphones put into the nightstand. He rolled and turned, springs squeaking with each shift as he tried to find a comfortable position. The tossing and turning became more sporadic with time, and soon he had drifted off. Okay! All of this has been completely unnecessary up to this point, Benny. This is the worst one you've brought in. It's so stupid. It's very well produced, but boy, does that fucking stink. Yeah, I mean, even people in the chat are talking about how boring this is. I apologize. I'm the only way to listen to it today. Not you. So now the kid finally asleep. The monster snuck into his room. Is finally <laughs> ready to attack. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For whatever reason, I wait for the kid to fall asleep, and this is not explained at any point. You ready for the attack? Try to make there sense. better be a fucking payoff. On yes, this. try to make sense of what's going on here, Vinny. I struck. One hand smothered his face, another bound both legs, and his waist was restrained with two more. Snapping out of his slumber, Ben desperately thrashed around, panicking, frantically fighting to break free. It was no use. After I had them in my grasp. A gag, a belch, and then an acrid orange smudge spewed out of each palm. His attempts to scream were choked by the foul vile. What oozed out between my fingers turned from orange to a shade of red as it worked its magic. Each spot that I grasped began to feel soft like wet paper mache. Are you following this at all? No! It, I, I almost think, and I've heard this a few times now, that he's got mouths in his hands and his hands are eating this guy i'm I'm very confused the fully works not helping i'm not hearing munching noises or crunching i don't know what's happening with an arm for a leg and a leg for an arm so apparently this monster eats ben and then he leaves he doesn't even lock up behind him he just leaves Uh uh and then he's scrolling through the neighborhood now vinny this story's over at this point but it's still going on murdered somebody right he already ate this kid but for some reason, it's still going on as he's observing the houses in the neighborhood and looking at more potential victims. Two stories, shingled roof, the loveliest gable window, cracked open to let in the summer air. It was a house full of dreamers. But on the second floor, someone was wide awake. They weren't in bed, no. I knew they were up and about. Their heart was thumping, breath short. I could feel the butterflies in their stomach. What could you be doing, stranger? Have you checked under your bed? Did you hear something in the kitchen? What the hell is he supposed to be? well tonight. (laughs) There are no intruders. Not tonight. Then what the fuck are we talking about? Vinny, what is going on here? Why do people make bad things? Why why does anybody listen to something like this? For those who look for a bogeyman, I am more than happy to meet them halfway. That's the big payoff. So apparently if you believe in a bogeyman, as he said, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then the bogeyman... We'll come and find you. Yeah. Well, you know, you. you know what happens when you go into people's houses? What's that? You think you can get away with that without having legal, legal ramifications? You're oh out of your God. fucking mind. Yeah, just go into people's houses and murder them and eat them. That rat makes me laugh every fucking time you play it. He is so you, bad at talking. my friend, have committed a crime. All right, so, Vinny, I'm scratching my head. That's why my hair was like shit. I'm going, why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going, what the fuck is going on here? Who is this for? Who would want to hear this? And at the very, very end, as they're giving the credits, because shows like this always have to pat themselves on the back, I finally figure out who this is for. So, what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve? <laughs> All right, so it's for a fucking dog, I guess. Great. Thanks. Thanks for making me listen to Full Body Chills. A show about a boogeyman waiting for a kid to fucking fall asleep so that he can then eat the kid and then walk around the neighborhood looking at other houses that he might potentially go to in the future. He's like he's like one of those couples that just like to go drive around looking at how real estate on a Sunday. Yeah. Jesus. Ugh. That was stupid. It was pretty fucking bad, Vinny. You know what's better than that? Besides everything? What's that? The creep off. You're right. Do do um, do up do do um, do up. All right. Uh, you want some voicemails, Carl? Hold on a second. Let me just uh, real quick. Cam Critical coming in with five bucks. 
You guys kind of glossed over the football segment last week. Can Carl give an update? Dude, are you seeing this uh, outrage over the officiating of the Kansas City-Cincinnati game? I did not watch the game yesterday. I did, and people feel like it was fixed. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I saw was that Patrick Mahomes is now in the Super Bowl that's being played at State Farm Field. And Patrick Mahomes happens to be the biggest spokesperson for State Farm. The NFL rigged the game to make sure that one of their biggest sponsors had one of their biggest spokespeople featured in the Super Bowl. Okay. Anyway, that's that's what that's the what NFL rigged a game that they fucked Miami over. How so? By letting them um, they not have a, a, they, a play clock. They, play they clock have all better. these rules about concussions. <laughs> they wouldn't let a quarterback play. Dude, that San Fran game yesterday was so sad. You have your third string quarterback go out. And now they're playing with, at a certain point, um, what's his nuts? Their running back was the quarterback. McCaffrey? Yeah. I was just like, oh, God, this is so pathetic. But anyway, uh, who do you like, uh, Philly, Kansas City? I don't care. I really don't care. But you know what I'm going to pick? I'm going Philly. (laughs) I don't care, but I'm taking Philly because we're going there soon. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Where we got Our tickets are on sale for Philadelphia. Uh, You ready for some voicemails? Yeah, what do we got? Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Syracuse, the official health care provider of all 49er quarterbacks. See you in Syracuse. McBride. All right, uh, I have a suggestion for you. A listener may have solved the Gary, Indiana driving problem for you, and okay. I am willing. This is a fair compromise, and I'm completely good with it. Whoever this is, brilliant. Okay. Carl doesn't want to make the big uh, road trip to Gary. Okay, here's an idea. You heard of a greyhound, Carl? You take like a month to get to this consequence. I think you just you need to take a greyhound, and uh, and you don't have to drive. It makes it fun for everybody. Um, I'd love to see uh, some of the folks who uh, you find yourself next to. Um, you can work that right, WATB. Go fuck yourself. Love you guys. Bye. I have to say, traveling by bus is not the worst way to travel. There's oh, a lot of room on there. If you go Sometimes by mega bus, you have to buy the cheapest bus ticket. Oh, mega bus. Here's oh. the rules: you have to buy the cheapest bus ticket to Gary, Indiana. You can find. I don't think buses drive to Gary, Indiana. I'd be surprised if they did. There's nothing there to go to. Who, who's traveling to Gary, Indiana? They go there. You know what they do? The buses all stop at Gary just to dump out the shit out of their tanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they don't even stop. Yeah. They just like open the hatch by the highway. That's where Dave Matthews band fucked up. They should have just driven a little bit further to Gary and then gotten rid of all their ways. No one would have even said anything. Nobody would have said a goddamn word. <laughs> uh, here's one. And the answer to this, I will tell you ahead of time. Absolutely not. Mr. Paulino, can you please, please, please add Creeps and Roses back to the Wheel of Consequences. There is a new season of The Bachelor. Yeah, there is. It's so goddamn funny that you have to do Creeps and Roses at some point. Yes. I think the guy's gay. We got to get PJ out of retirement. PJ, Philliam, and Vinny. Teaming up yet again. I texted PJ two weeks ago to say hello, and he yep. never responded to me. Usually he does text me back. Huh. Maybe he's jealous of Cardiff. Maybe. You know, PJ Philly would be so good on subreddit surfing. <laughs> yeah, he'd be an improvement. <laughs> That'd be an upgrade for sure. Yeah, I was going to set him and Cardiff up. <laughs> they could do a good show together. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. This is Noah from Minnesota. I know. Um, I just wanted to call and thank you guys for um, getting Cardiff Electric put everywhere on all your podcasts. I hated the guy at first, but like eyes grow on the potato, he has grown on to me, and I wanted to thank you guys for that. Thank you. Oh, I thought that was going in a different direction. All right. No, that was actually kindness. Fan. All right, cool. Uh, Is that a Canadian phone number that came in from? Must have been. <laughs> must have been. Here's a, Will you please call the creep off and say that you like me? Or please call in the creep off. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is uh, Nate, long-time listener, first time calling. I got to deal with a consequence. 
why not go to a Walmart and advertise? Like, take off your shirt, paint yourself black and green, hold up a little, like, sign, and just advertise it for, like, eight hours, you know? It's a win-win. Advertise it, and it's a punishment, too. Thank you, fuck you, bye. Advertising to creep off is already a consequence to Carl. If you've ever listened to any of his appearances on any show. That should be on the way. I have to plug this show when I'm doing appearances. Uh, uh, so wait, the idea was we take your shirt off at Walmart with a creep off sign? Yeah. Don't the people already do that? <laughs> Sir. He wants us to run around Walmart and bother people? Thanks for your call, but <laughs> we got to rethink that one. Uh Hey, I got a review from last week's episode of Subreddit Surfing. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Okay. Can't wait. Subreddit Surfing episode three is the worst. <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst fucking show I've ever listened to. <laughs> oh, boring. What? Boring. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll do better. Yeah, we'll do better. I, well, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020, but if you want to talk to people who are the laziest people in the world, they might not show up to talk to you. Yeah, that's a good point. It's <laughs> a solid point. Hey, will you explain why you don't want to work? I would, but I don't feel like talking busy about. Right now. Yeah, I don't like talking about not working. That sounds like work. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a guy who I really appreciate this next call, Carl, yeah. because this is a listener who's explaining their logic on how they voted last week. Oh, good. And I appreciate that. I want to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, Pell BP. I'd like you to make a better point as to what makes your creeps actual creeps. For example, here's why I voted for Carl. She wrote everything down in her journal, so you know she wrote down her dreams. And if you've ever heard a woman explain her dreams, you know why that's creepy. Imagine trying to solve a crime and having to sift through things like, Last night I dreamt I was a fox, but my tail was a willow branch and I only ate eggs. The eggshells wouldn't crack, so I was a hungry fox. And other stupid shit like that. (laughs) Fuck her, she's a creep. Very good, sir. You okay. know what? You have to listen to the things I don't say sometimes to understand how much of a creep my Fuck creeps that. are. Just vote for me, please. Hey, guys. Um, I almost forgot. The uh, Mr. Magenta's Matthew Lewinsky parody song that was styled after Uncle Cracker's Follow Me. I don't know if Mr. Magenta knows this, but if he does, props to him for the subtle layers. Matthew Schneider, a.k.a. Uncle Cracker, from Macomb County, Michigan. Mm. Matthew Lewinsky, from Macomb County, Michigan. Yeah. Just thought you'd like to know. See ya. All right. Interesting. Where's Kid Rock from? Can we some Kid Rock? Uh... Who cares? Hey, did I ever tell you the best thing that happened at the Ric Flair uh, final match? Oh, uh, the ending? Yes. The ending. <laughs> When Ric Flair, after he passed out twice in the ring because he's 72 years old as a pacemaker yeah. and should be doing what he was doing, right. got out and they gave him the microphone and he just starts ranting in circles. And he goes, tonight, tonight, we're going to Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> and I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you learn very quickly once you do that, like, this was a bad decision. This is a bad choice. Whoops. Could you imagine Ric Flair running around trying to borrow money from people at Ric Flair's bar or in uh, Kid Rock's yep. bar? I could. All right. You guys ready to move on to uh, the Scum Parade? Let's go. Scum Parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum Parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat's gun parade. Now remember, before I read this next sentence, folks, that it happened in Florida, and it happened on January 27th, a month after Christmas. Yeah. Why 
A Florida man is facing charges after he allegedly hit his wife with a Christmas tree. January 27th. Yes. After she asked for help with making dinner. He should be mad at her for not putting the Christmas tree away yet. That's what I'd be upset This man does have lots of gripes. Yeah. Very valid gripes. Richard Atkinson, 52, was arrested on multiple charges, including domestic battery. Officers said the incident happened Monday evening at a home in Fruitland Park. The two had gotten into an argument after the woman asked for help with making dinner. And at some point, the woman reportedly put a spoon in the sink, according accidentally splashing Atkinson. Uh-oh. The report said Atkinson lost his temper, began packing his things, went outside to his vehicle. He then returned home because he had been drinking and told his wife to leave instead. Okay. That's responsible. Hey. I'm hammered. You gotta get out. I can't go anywhere, bitch. You gotta go. You special fucking sprout. I just picture Jim fucking Leahy right now. Yeah. This, this guy's gotta be hammered. When she tried to leave, like she's doing what he told her to do, mm-hmm. he shoved her, then picked up the Christmas tree from the corner of the room and threw it at her. What is he, an Avenger? He's throwing trees at people? That's impressive. Oh, God. I like the fact that he didn't want to drive under the influence. Because he doesn't want to break any laws. But he will beat the shit out of his wife. That one's fine. No issues there. <laughs> what would the baby Jesus say? Uh, I don't think he'd be disappointed. Good call. <laughs> he was booked into Lake County Jail without incident. But man, he blocked the front door. Str- oh, man. What a fucking asshole this guy really is. Yeah, he seems like uh, great has some anger problems. Now, a man in West Virginia, Carl, was arrested after he allegedly kidnapped and tortured a woman. Not great. No. Officers found the female victim hiding underneath the porch of Philippi of a Philippi, West Virginia residence and told the police that Sammy Martz, 47, had hit her in the face. Mm-hmm. The female victim told police officers that she had escaped the residence via the rear window and ran from the residence to hide. Martz threatened to kill her and had burnt her with a torch on her stomach and her leg. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. The victim told police while she was being treated by first responders that Martz was inside the residence and that he had a firearm. So the law enforcement agencies tried to enter the home to take Martz into custody. Martz told law enforcement officers that he did harm the, vi- that he did harm the victim by striking her and burning her with a torch on at least three occasions. And he's like, I didn't even know there was laws against that. What's the relationship between these two people? Did you figure that out? Nope. I think she's a prostitute that he didn't let leave. Which is the opposite of how you should treat prostitutes. Letting them Isn't leave. Isn't that why you get the prostitute? Letting them leave is the best part it's of having a prostitute. It's what you're really paying for. Yes. Right. And make sure she claps while you're in the shower. I want to hear you clapping. <laughs> Every 12 seconds. I want to hear you clapping out there. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I need to hear you clapping the whole time. <laughs> I forgot about that rule. Dude, I, I don't want to judge a book. <laughs> I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but I'd say Sammy probably isn't husband material. Did you see the photo of this guy? Yeah, I fucked up and I didn't load the picture. She should have used it. the torch on his beard. The guy would still be burning. Okay, wrestling fans, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe him to you really simply. He looks like he could be a Briscoe brother, if that helps. It probably doesn't. Now, he seemed to have a lot of fun with his mugshot. Oh, yeah, he made some happy faces. Yeah. He used the four or five hour period with the female victim to torture her by striking her all over her body, sitting on her and burning her with a butane torch. He's in custody at Tiger Valley Regional Jail and was given no bond after being charged with kidnapping. So, don't be a whore in West Virginia. There's your lesson. Yeah, don't make house calls in West Virginia. (sighs) Don't they train these girls? Don't they have like a... No. No, they actually do not. <laughs> Don't they train these girls? Don't they go to vocational school for this? No. You know, if they legalize <laughs> prostitution, yeah. do you think they'd have hooker college? I think that it would be like a uh, like a Womoko or a BOCES. It'd uh, have course. to be like a BOCES. Yeah, like in um, in New York State, we have uh, this thing, BOCES. It's where kids who maybe like school isn't for them, they can go learn how to like work on cars or something. I think like the whores at the school should go learn how to be whores. In 11th and 12th grade. They're going to need to know math. And they become a lot more popular once we find out they're in that course. Like, oh, interesting. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of a good name for the whore boses. I don't know what it would be. 
Swallowhurst Academy or something stupid like that. Sure. Try to make it sound classy. Yeah, I mean, I would call it Spitzer Academy. Spitzer? I mean, we, don't know, we don't know these guys. Name it after Elliot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Let's talk about something that happened in Newcastle, England, Carl. Okay. This is a uh, a real bad one. A woman was walking home with her date. It's on her first date. Yeah. They're making plans to meet again. When they were targeted by a gentleman named Sean Robinson. Okay. The woman in her 20s was then told by the attacker. Well, hold on. I'm sorry. He jumped out of bushes. Yeah. He surprised them. And he gave the man, the guy she's on her date with, a severe beating and left him lying unconscious and bleeding on the ground. Well, before that, I actually had the audio of when he came out and confronted these two. Let's hear it. Do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> Why, no, not at all. Go right ahead. Bing, no. bang, pow. Actually, this kid is an 18-year-old who doesn't look like he could kick anyone's ass. I was very surprised that he did this with his hands. He yes. had to use a weapon, right? It didn't say anything about a weapon. Well, the woman in her 20s was then told by the attacker, if you come over and have sex with me right now, I won't kill him. Sounds like a fair trade. Talk about your first day nightmares. <laughs> Prosecutor Jane Wow told the court that in a desperate bid to save the man's life, the courageous victim endured a sickening rape ordeal. She witnessed a horrific violent act and knew what this guy was capable of, so she decided in order to save his life and protect herself from the defendant's unpredictable violence, she would agree to have sex with him so he would leave the man alone. Thank you! Was very I, this is a real fucking pickle. <laughs> it's, it's not what really you want to be is. in. I mean, what do you do? You let the homicidal maniac enter you sexually, Vinny, <laughs> is what you do. I don't want to. <laughs> what if I don't want to? <laughs> so the court heard Robinson made the victim lie on an old coat he found near some bushes. Nothing he, gets a girl wetter than that. It's romantic. Yeah. I hope he laid it over a mud puddle that made her like... <laughs> After you, my dear. <laughs> she said that she cried through the whole attack. The defendant told her, if you stop, I will go and kill him, you know, like multiple times as he was raping her. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Also, his uh, go-to was to tell her to stop being a baby, which is also my go-to in bed as well. Yeah. Girls love that. <laughs> stop being such a baby. Stop being a baby. Cry to your mom. <laughs> Judge Stephen Earl said Robinson is dangerous and sentenced him to five years behind bars with an extended three-year license period with sex offender registration. This man assaulted a dude, almost knocked him unconscious, and then forced a woman to have sex with him. He only got five years. And he really ruined what was a nice date. I mean, I, I, that's the they part. They were making that, plans for the second date. They, were, they very much enjoyed each other's company. They couldn't wait to see each other again. And this guy really, he made it so like now, I don't think they're going to want to go out with each other anymore. Might bring back some bad memories, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. If I'm this guy, I demand a second date. Minnie, have you ever beaten someone with, within like an inch of their life before? Not within an inch of their life. Yeah, me neither. Why would I? Yeah, no, I know. I, have, I haven't either. Yeah, so either way, this whole thing's fucked up. And I would say this, though. <laughs> I don't think that if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think I would have been as courageous. Like, if... You don't think you want to let this guy uh, have sex with you to save me? No. <laughs> like if a lesbian jumped out of the bushes yeah. and beat the shit out of my wife uh, and was like, get over here and let me fist you is, <laughs> or I'm going to kill her. Why would a lesbian want to fist you? I don't know. I'm trying to come up <laughs> None with of this makes any sense. <laughs> you know what? You're right. That podcast you played earlier made more fucking sense. Yeah. Imagine that the monster came into my bedroom. So this guy was beaten unconscious. Yes. He came to in the hospital. Yeah. And they said, so, sir, about your date, we have some good news and some bad news. The good news is it ended with sex. Oh, wah, wah. Yeah. I'm just glad someone got laid. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oof. Now, this story made some national news this week, but holy shit, Carl. Doxbury, Massachusetts. A mother faces charges. Well, she did, but she's dead now. After she allegedly strangled two of her children to death and tried to kill an infant, and then herself. Tried to kill an infant? That's the easy part. Ma'am, come on. You're not trying that hard. Yeah, she's a bit of a failure. 
The Doxbury police got a phone <laughs> oh, call. Just a bit, yeah. They get a phone call at 6.11 p.m. from a man who said he came home and a woman in his resident had jumped out the window. Mm. That doesn't happen every day. So you pull up in your driveway and your wife's laying in the front of the front lawn face down and the windows open on the second story. Napping outside again, huh, hon? Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please get the gardening done this time? You're always passing out. There's a wide o'clock somewhere, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been drinking. Uh, so this happened on Tuesday, January 24th. The police and fire department arrived at the scene and transported the woman to the hospital. She's dead now. She died from all mm. this. But first responders reportedly located three children under five years old in the home who were all unconscious with obvious signs of trauma. The five-year-old girl and the three-year-old boy were taken to the hospital where they were pronounced dead. A seven-month-old boy was reportedly flown to the hospital in Boston for treatment. Uh, crew said the deaths were unimaginable and senseless. Dude, all I can think when I was reading this article, those kids must be so annoying. They must be the most annoying brats anyone's had a They were so goddamn annoying, she still threw herself out the window after she she choked them. She's like, thank God they're dead, but maybe they'll come back to life. Maybe I'll have more monsters with that husband of mine. I have to end it all. Wow. By the way, if I were a parent, thank God I'm not, I would have a portrait of this woman in every room of my house. Just say, kids, keep pushing my buttons. You know who I look up to, right? You know my hero is. You know what this lady did for a living, Carl? Uh, I don't know. Motivational speaking? She was a delivery nurse at the hospital. Oh, okay. She's like, I brought a whole bunch into the world. I can take a couple yeah, out. I got a couple due. Oh, Lindsay Clancy. You died too young. Yeah, so she tried to. She strangled the two kids that badly. They didn't die, but they eventually died from being strangled. I've never heard of that before. Fucking kids are pussies. Yeah. It's pretty weak. Yeah. This, they, this is why there's no mural for them like there is for Damar Hamlin. You're not going to get a mural by dying when you're three. From I, Carl's going to paint the mural of the lady just yeah. like with her arms spread open, flying <laughs> through the air towards the front lawn. <laughs> with giant giant smile open. on her face. Yay, I did it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that's my scum parade today, Carl. Oh, boy. Yeah, some of the scum oh, parade boy. stories are worse than creeps we brought into the past. Wow. Yeah. Brutal. No, nobody's worse than my creep today. He's the most disgusting creep that ever was. Oh, discussed. stop it. He betrayed his good friends. Oh, like, dude, you keep trying to sell this. Dude, I, the more in, you, the, the in his friend's this. bedroom. In his best friend's bedroom. The harder you try to sell this, I think. With the guy's wife's dildo. Yeah, I know. I know what happened. I saw it. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode. Remember to vote at Reddit. And remember, we'll be doing a live bonus episode this Wednesday with Jim Florentine on our Patreon, also, on our live, Supercast. If you live anywhere near the Rochester area, Western New York, Ontario, Canada, Pennsylvania, you should probably come to our DabbleCon events this weekend coming up you know why we were on time today because carl had to be here an hour early for a meeting i did and we had a great talk we got everything planned out that we needed to you feel good carl you feel confident feel great about it watplive.com is where you can go to get tickets we have a stand-up show this friday that my buddy Vinny will be on i'll be hosting the event who else do we have on that show Vinny? earl skakel yes chrissy mayer Anthony Cumia. I've heard of him. Mike Shuley Morris. Egar, Mike Morris, the Reverend Bob Levy. Yeah. And Julie's going to be there. It's going to be great. Don't hold it against us. It's going to be a great event. It's a star-studded cast for our stand-up. And then we have uh, live podcasting, the Dabby Awards, this Saturday, February 4th. So uh, think about coming down and hanging out with us. It's going to be a great time. Yep. And uh, tune laughs. in tonight to Subreddit Surfing at 8 o'clock on the Subreddit Surfing YouTube channel. Cardiff and I will be... Uh, Doing a much better job than we did last week. Oh, also, if you are on the Who Are These Podcasts Patreon or Supercast, I did send out a note this morning with a link to the YouTube video. We're going to have Mike Morse on with myself, producer Chris, breaking down the 11th part of Easy For You To Say, Sitting John's autobiography. That's going to be live at 4 o'clock today, and then we'll have the <laughs> edited version out by tomorrow. Hey, Carl, somebody yeah. just wrote, uh, before DabbleCon gets canceled due to the weather. Uh, this is Rochester, New York. Shit, don't get canceled for the weather, dum-dum. No. We'll be fine. <clears throat> we'll be fine. 
thankfully I live like a mile down the road from the. Yeah. I sleep. Truck, I so. sleep in a cot here in the building. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be fine. All right, we'll be here. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. The cars are passing me by. They honk and say hello. And I got a jacket on. What the hell is this supposed to be? Ciao, Bella. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.